you, me, and CBD. Hi, Richard. Hey, Danelle. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How have you been? Oh, mostly tired, but okay. Thanks. It, it's been it's been a good summer, right? Yeah, yeah. The heat is on definitely here, and it is lovely. And with all of that, we still are doing a podcast. Isn't it amazing? And what is this subject we're going to be diving into today? Well, first let me put on my mask and tell you, it's season one, episode 11. I'm sorry, it's season one, episode 11, the one where we talk about CBD and COVID-19. Excellent. Thank you. (laughs) I was just doing a little little pause to let that sink in for a little bit to our listeners, because that is a heavy subject. Yeah, and it's it's something that is on everybody's minds all over the world, uh, young and old. I mean, three-year-olds know what C- uh, COVID-19 is now. I mean, it's just, it's intense, and it's it's our lives, and it's the new normal. So, Danelle, it's not just, I mean, you and me. I mean, who are we to say, you know, CBD and COVID-19? No, it's not us. No. We're going to, we have the panel. Right, right. We just want to chat about it because we can. And on our panel, we have the usual group. Yeah, we have uh, Doug Burgoyne, our pharmacist. We have Jeff Dunn, the other pharmacist. And we have Blake Smith, our chemist. They're all here to tell us how and what the benefit of taking CBD during COVID-19 might be for you. Good, good. We want to make sure right off the bat that we're not saying anything about that it cures or that it will it will uh, prevent. Uh, if you have it, it's not going to all of a sudden make you feel better. So uh, just want to put that out there right up front. Right? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yes, uh, CBD is miraculous. However, it does not walk on water and it is not the cure for COVID-19. But it does make for an interesting podcast, which I'm sure you will agree. Absolutely. With that, I think it would probably be good to kind of open it up and kind of see how people uh, are, are, are addressing the issue of CBD and COVID-19. And I'm not sure where we would want to start with something like this, but uh, Doug, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, we know. We've read it in headlines all around the world. CBD cures everything. So conversation over. Done. The <laughs> shortest <we're>... podcast ever. <laughs> we're now over and done. You, me, and CBD is no more because Thank you we for we, listening. Yeah, great. I love it. <laughs> no, just kidding. There, uh, you know, it's interesting. There's a lot of questions. Um, I think in the regular media, uh, certainly uh, in the hemp and CBD media about. CBD being used uh, to treat COVID-19. Um, and there might be some science behind it. Um, in fact, there probably is some decent rationale, and we'll get into the science. Um, but certainly, uh, at Farmer and Chemist, we want to be really careful. We're not making any claims uh, based on evidence that doesn't really stand up to scientific rigor. Now, we know where it's pointing um, and it's pointing to some potential benefits and relief, uh, the science is, uh, but there's still a long way to go. So we want to be careful about it, but we think there are some therapeutic benefits uh, potentially with CBD during COVID-19 for any viral infection or bacterial infection. Yeah, I, I agree. I, you know, we, everybody needs to be careful with uh, making assumptions and, and you know, getting the, the cart in front of the horse 
Uh, I think, you know, Blake, it'll be fascinating to see as we kind of dive into the science here, uh, kind of the, some of the, the rationale for, uh, you know, the expectation that, that uh, CBD could help with uh, COVID. But as Doug mentioned, it's, it's just because of how it works, it's, it has impact on the, uh, the immune system in our bodies. And so it, it, you know, should help with not just COVID, but, but other things. But the other thing, you know, given the fact that my wife is a social worker, I, I always uh, have am fascinated with the kind of the mental health uh, world. And uh, what, what we've seen, and this is well, well documented, is uh, what COVID has done uh, in terms of just uh, functionality and, and how people feel. And there's a lot of, uh, it's caused a lot of anxiety and uh, issues uh, just concerning uh, jobs and income and any number of other things. And what we do know, and we've talked about this before, is that there's a ton of good science showing that uh, CBD can help with those types of things, with uh, the anxiety that um, is, is increased now uh, relative to a few months ago. Uh, can we, you know, a lot of us probably have difficulty sleeping because of, of the stresses that we are now encountering, and we know that CBD can help with uh, the quality of our sleep. So there's, uh, there's probably two prongs to this. Uh, is you know the the impact on COVID directly, and then the uh, the impact of CBD on things that have come up because of the pandemic, kind of a domino effect, right? Jeff, that's an awesome point. Uh, in fact, there was recently a survey of CBD uh, users, uh, the majority of which said they were using more CBD since uh, March, and really when COVID broke out and we all went into quarantine, than they did before, and it's all because of the effects on anxiety that they're having. So, Blake, let's bring, uh, as a chemist, let's bring your point of view in and uh, kind of have a chance to hear maybe some more of the science uh, behind this. Um, if, if, if you wouldn't mind kind of diving in with that. You're, you're saying we, we weren't? <laughs> I, I love the pharmacist perspective, but now let's just hear from the okay, scientists. Okay, fine. fine. That's <laughs> um, so... Two, two kind of real thoughts. Um, the first is that anytime anyone claims that something is a cure-all, um, you should be a little careful about that. I mean, we might as well buy swamp land in Florida, right? The, so there, there is no direct scientific evidence at the moment that shows that CBD by itself will cure COVID. And it's not reasonable to think that it will. Honestly, um, and part of the reason for that is because when we engage in scientific studies, and I'm sorry, I'm going to go a little bit sciency on this. Um, one of the things that we have to determine is what's called mechanism mechanism of action, and so this is how the the pharmaceutical agent, or in this case CBD, would actually work in relation to how the virus works. And so we, we would have to have a dose response. This is where you start doing pharmacokinetics and you start doing all of these scientific tests around that. And, and quite frankly, there's just no data around any of that yet. Now, having said that, here's what we do know. We do know that CBD in conjunction with multiple cannabinoids, and anytime we say, you know, something that is phytocannabinoid rich or has a broad spectrum of cannabinoids, um, it has a lot of physiological effects that we do know. And some of those relate directly to what Doug and Jeff were saying. We know that there's a decrease in stress response. We know one of the things that is really detrimental with the effects of COVID is when people start having what's called a cytokine storm. It's your body's 
last ditch efforts to basically eradicate the thing that's infecting you or die in the attempt of doing so. And what that basically means is you start releasing histamines and fluids and have a chemical warfare against whatever's invading you. And one of the results of that often is your lungs filling with fluid. And many of the people who are dying from COVID ultimately are drowning to death while their lungs are filling with fluid. So the cytokine storming event is extremely detrimental. There is evidence, strong evidence, scientific evidence to show that um, broad spectrum or phytocannabinoid rich ingestion um, will actually decrease stress responses and actually help with the cytokine storming. And so that is something that is useful and effective, but that's effective for all kinds of disease states, not just COVID. When you get flu, and, and all kinds of things. Your body ramps up this massive immune response. And some of the effects you feel are not from the disease, but from your own body fighting off that ailment. And sometimes your body overreacts. And that overreaction is where you get some of these negative effects. And so CBD actually helps tap that down a little bit. Yeah, so what you're talking about is the inflammation. That's correct. That's associated with illness, with viral infections, bacterial infections. And because CBD is such a potent anti-inflammatory, you're inhibiting that cytokine response or decreasing the amount of, of cytokines that are being delivered to the body. So you have more chance to heal um, and better treatment. But, oh, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, and you don't want your body to not produce cytokines. You right. actually need all of these things, but you want it to be regulated. I mean, one of the things that I'm a huge fan of is sort of moderation with everything, right? <laughs> sure. You shouldn't have a steak every single meal of every single day, Dang. right? You oh, shouldn't have... Wouldn't, wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> <laughs> um, right? Or or whatever that, whatever that looks like. You shouldn't eat bags of candy with every meal. You also need to have your body respond appropriately to, to invaders, either bacteria or viral, and your body has a tendency to over-respond sometimes, and so this is, this is useful in that. So the question is, if, if the body responds like that and we're, we're kind of tamping down the inflammatory response by using this broad-spectrum CBD, are, are we better using it every day? Uh, like, is it kind of preventative? Uh, or would you say it's more of a treatment? To me, it seems like it's an everyday, you should use this f- for all kinds of reasons, obviously. Sure. But, but it's probably really good as a preventative, if... If that's what we're, not, not that we're going to prevent COVID, let's be careful about that, but to, to decrease the inflammatory response on a daily basis. This is the way I think about using CBD and CBD products. Um, typically, I have kind of like my daily use, and that's the preventative side. I mean, I have, I'm getting old enough. I have just general aches and pains normally. Um, I lived hard when I was young, and right. now now we, we suffer what that looks like as Paying we get older, price. right? We pay the price. Um, and so just for functionality, I use you know CBD on a daily basis. However, when I go run or I do play soccer or I do something where I extend my normal daily use, um, what ends up happening is I end up increasing typically my CBD intake, and I start applying things that I don't necessarily always apply every day. So I don't necessarily use a balm every single day except for when I have joint pain. Well, after I play sports, I now apply a balm. So in the case of, like, getting sick with flu, yeah, my one-a-day tincture now becomes twice a day. And I often will then also include a gummy or a caplet um, associated with that. 
so what's happening in the body if you double the amount? What 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 is what is it actually doing? Right. So in the case of being sick, I mean, part of the reason why you, you feel so crummy is is your body's response to that, you know, uh, infection. And so by increasing the, the CBD and the broad spectrum, I will decrease the inflammation response. And so that's that can be extremely useful. So in the case of like flu and in the case of COVID, quite frankly, some of those similar flu-like symptoms, aches and pains in the body where your joints hurt and you just feel inflamed and and. CBD will help with all of those things. So there's no danger if I have a if I have a fever or whatever that may be. There's no danger in me taking CBD with uh, any other over the counter product, or should I, you know, should I avoid one or do the other? How does that all? Work? Well, I was going to say I think it's a low risk option because we've talked about this as well on other podcasts, right? So it's it's a fairly CBD is fairly safe. Um, doesn't have a lot of side effects as you as you increase the dose. Let's say in, in Blake's case where he's doubled that dose that day, that there's there's really no adverse events that are associated with that. If you go too high, we know it makes you tired. That's usually not the case in the situation that Blake's explained. It does have some drug interactions. Um, you know, we because of the drug, how the drug is metabolized uh, through the 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 liver, and uh, so we do need to be aware about aware of that. And so that's one, why we always talk about you know talk to your pharmacist and and talk to them about which drugs you're on, um, but you know, they're, they're also, you know, most of those are minor, what we call minor interactions. Um, but it's, uh, it is something to be, con- to, to consider. But it's okay to use a CBD product with ibuprofen. Oh, absolutely. Or a CBD with acetaminophen. Yeah. Or with uh, any other cough and cold product. It, if I have my way in the long, long run and somebody, nobody steal this idea, obviously. But oh, don't say it. I uh, okay, I think see. we I think we should be putting CBD in with ibuprofen, and we should be putting CBD in with aspirin or some of these other other medicines that are out there. Why? Because I think you get an enhanced effect. I mean, we we rely on Advil or we rely on various types of medications to try and take care of lots and lots of symptomology, and the reality is there is no one thing to fix everything. So. We know because of the safety profile of CBD and the other minor cannabinoids that they will be able to essentially give you better effects, physiological health effects, in conjunction with some of those other medicines. Well, it really makes sense uh, from to have a combination therapy uh, from a healthcare perspective because you're talking about two different mechanisms of action to get the same result, which improves the effectiveness. So in the case of an ibuprofen or a, or a Tylenol, which act a little bit differently, they're not the same types of medicine, um, but they are pain relievers and inflammation relievers, um, then um, you, you're, you're inhibiting the neurotransmitters that tell the brain you have pain. Uh, and with CBD, you're, you're inhibiting the recruitment of the pain response, the cytokines and the immune response that Blake was talking about. So now you're having kind of a, a shotgun or two... two uh, handled approach to treating pain and it's a very it's a very safe additive benefit yeah. yeah and the nice thing about it is you can probably re- in fact i think it's pretty safe to say you could reduce the dose uh, of the ibuprofen uh, instead of taking six or eight hundred milligrams uh, well it's a good point because we know long-term can, use long-term use of acetaminophen or tylenol uh, potentially damages the the liver right. and long-term use of NSAIDs uh, like ibuprofen has potentially impacts uh, kidney function. Right. And right. bleeding disorders. 
Yep. Uh, you could get an ulcer from daily use right. or from high dose yeah. use, and let and let alone the the issues uh, around the use of opioids for pain, right? So you know, oh, CB, yeah, CBD could, has a lot of uh, additive or even you know, additive and or replacement benefits uh, in a lot of these uh, inflammatory conditions. The, let me throw one last thing. This is one of the reasons why, though, if you're using CBD as as uh, medicine, um, it needs to be the right stuff. Oh, it absolutely. Needs to be, you need to trust the source. You need to have it be um, treated um, to have a medical grade and medical quality because there's a lot of CBD out there that will make claims about all kinds of things. And quite frankly, it's just it, it cannot do the things that they're saying it does because of the quality itself is just not good enough or the concentration or what it's mixed with. That's a great point. Sorry, Richard. When we go into places and we see out, outrageous claims... Uh, by the folks that are selling CBD, it probably means that they don't know what they're selling. You know, it's somebody that was hired to sell a product just like they were selling a shirt um, or a pen or anything else. And and the training is really insufficient. So it comes back to what you were saying, Blake, trusting not just the source and the store, but then also having people you can talk with that are going to be reasonable and reliable. Yeah, or try this, you know, five milligrams of you know, CBD or something that's uh, obviously not, totally going to be, not going to be effective. Yeah, just not enough. You know, we've, we've had this conversation before in our podcast of, of uh, kind of the, the difference between what farmer and chemist really brings to the table. But I wanted to kind of circle back. So you, you mentioned before how it would be great to have CBD in like ibuprofen. But in reality, you, you can you can take the ibuprofen and then you can have the CBD so you have the same effect. Right? Yeah, right? absolutely. And it's just making sure that you have the quality of the CBD that is going to actually make a difference. Right. It's just not in one pill, but you can get you can do the same thing. So you're not harming yourself if you're if you're sick, if you have the flu or if you have, you know, you know, heaven forbid COVID and you're you're struggling through that with some of those symptoms. You're not hurting yourself if you had some CBD in what like a tincture. Would it is it best? Uh, I like tinctures a lot because you get quick acting effects from them by having them taken sublingually. So you start absorbing uh, into your bloodstream before it has to go through your entire stomach and GI tract. And so I'm a, a fan of those. Whereas if you take a pill, you're going to have to basically digest the pill to end up getting the effect from that. And so when you need immediate relief sublingual or tinctures are a good way to think about that um one thing i do want to just put out to the listeners real quickly is uh, cbd is not a substitute for getting medical attention if needed that's a great point um so if you need medical attention absolutely do that but having said that look if you're just in the state where you're sick we all get sick cbd is a good solution to help supplement you know you're you're getting well well there are a lot of people that uh will take a multivitamin every day or they'll take mega doses of vitamin C during cold and flu season. Um, and this is kind of the same thing. Uh, so uh, vitamin C is, uh, is a great antioxidant. Uh, it has some anti-inflammatory effects. So now you add CBD to it and you're really protecting yourself during cold and flu season. This year it happens to be year-round um, and maybe more severe than normal. And so... Uh, people can add this, um, like we have, to our regimen, um, whether it's a tincture or a capsule. And um, although I like the tincture as well um, for a lot of reasons, 
and uh, and there's really great health benefits from it. And another point here also is that you should probably, well, you should let your doctor know what you're taking. Absolutely, for for certain. So um, in, include that that conversation about CBD with your doctor. And I'm curious at, to our listeners of if you've had that conversation with the doctor, what the doctor actually would say if they are familiar with CBD, if they're not, if they're just shrug it off or whatever it would be. But um, it's a it's a good conversation to have with your doctor. Yeah, that's great. In fact, Jeff and I had a conversation last night with an ER doc uh, who said that more and more of uh, his patients coming into the emergency department are telling him uh, that they're using CBD. Uh, and uh, not just that the, that the use of CBD is going up, but but the patients are reporting that. So that's that's exactly what we're trying to get folks to do. Step in the right direction. So I think the upshot, Richard, is uh, does CBD work uh, for COVID-19? It does not cure it. Uh, however, uh, the anti-inflammatory effects of CBD uh, could, um, and we believe uh, should relieve symptoms, could be partially preventative. We want to be careful about that uh, because we're tamping down the immune response. Um, and it certainly will help relieve um, stress and worry and anxiety associated with living in a COVID environment. Uh, but certainly if you're feeling like you have COVID-19, any of the symptoms that the CDC or any other uh, government body or, or healthcare provider is putting out, you should go see your doctor um, and take it very seriously. Um, and then... Um, you know, come to Farmer and Chemist and get some good CBD. <laughs> Thank you for listening to You, Me, and CBD. Please refer and friend or write a short review. And if you're in the Salt Lake City area, we'd welcome you to stop by our Farmer and Chemist store. Or you can always go to farmerandchemist.com. <laughs>